Good day, everybody, and welcome to Episode 3 of Cliff Notes on the Global Manufacturing Picture. I'm Cliff Walden. I'm the host of this new show on Manufacturing Talk Radio. We started this program to help our listeners keep up to date with the basics of U.S. manufacturing growth and the U.S. manufacturing growth outlook. It's a once-a-month show. It will come out after the Federal Reserve releases its critical and very detailed report on U.S. industrial production, a rich treasure trove of data that I recommend our listeners look at because it tells you the best of what – the best detail that you can possibly see on what is going on with the U.S. manufacturing sector. I'm here to help interpret it, to put it into a global and U.S. macroeconomic context, and to look a bit ahead. But I'll tell you, we could not have started this show at a more unusual juncture for you, the U.S. manufacturing sector than what we're facing now, both for what we faced last year and what could be coming and what is coming at us in these months. I'll start with the key question of the day. The key question of the day is, have we reached the bottom, truly reached the bottom, in the difficult 2019 manufacturing route, a contraction in manufacturing growth? For the year, we had a mild contraction of 0.2% in U.S. manufacturing growth, although the yearly number masked what was a much deeper and difficult decline during the first half of 2019. Where are we? What's going on? It is certainly encouraging that the January 2020 Purchasing Managers Index came in at 50.9%. Why is that encouraging? Because that is the first time since July of last year, since July of 2019, that the index was above the critical 50% threshold, which separates growth from contraction. It was an interesting sign of a bottom in a difficult route uh, throughout 2019 for U.S. manufacturing. But now let's get to what I'm doing, looking at the industrial production report. If you look at the January 2020 industrial production report released at the end of last week, the actual data, the actual measurement of manufacturing production was less than encouraging. It came in at minus 0.1%. Not terrible, but the details tell us that if we have reached a bottom in U.S. manufacturing growth, it certainly seems to be something of an unstable one. Looking below the topside number, the key machinery subsector had a significant decline of 1.1% in January. And durable goods manufacturing as a whole saw a 0.5% decline for January 2020. So we have between the Purchasing Managers Index and the actual Manufacturing Production Report from the Federal Reserve, what could at best could be called, at best could be called, mixed data. Let's examine the mixed data 
to, to help us understand where we're going, we'll put those mixed data in a macroeconomic context. Let's start with the macroeconomic context for the U.S. economy. For the U.S., the fourth quarter of 2019 GDP report did a few things. It basically allayed fears, put aside fears of an imminent recession that was growing towards the end of 2019. The data didn't show that. But nonetheless, the data, the GDP data for the fourth quarter of 2019 did raise concerns. Annual U.S. GDP growth slowed significantly from 2.9% in 2018 to 2.3% in 2019. And in fact, 2019 GDP, GDP growth in the United States was the weakest since 2016. Of great uh, importance and of great concern to manufacturing, equipment investment, equipment investment growth, I should say, remained in contraction territory. Offsetting this a bit was the fact that residential growth began a, a significant recovery in the second half of 2019 after six straight quarterly contractions. That's certainly good news. Many manufacturing industries depend on the health of the housing market for their fortunes. But beyond that, there wasn't much good news. Goods exports remained weak with a 1.1% decline in the fourth quarter of 2019. And ominously for the U.S. economy as a whole, there was a fairly significant slowdown in total U.S. consumer spending to below 2% growth. The consumer spending numbers can be volatile, but it does, between that and the latest retail sales data, is raising questions about the health of the consumer, even as unemployment remains very low and job growth remains relatively healthy. That's something we all need to track because really more and more in, in, in the, the past difficult year, the health of the U.S. economy and the growth of the U.S. economy has been on the shoulders of the consumer. If that consumer is buckling a little, it's something we really need to watch. What about the global picture? Well, as with manufacturing uh, growth, global growth showed some hints of a steadying out, of a bottom after a significant decline between 2018 and 2019. But as of late, there are questions about how steady the quote-unquote bottom, the quote-unquote trough is for gro global growth. We have a stagnant eurozone, 0.1% growth in the fourth quarter, the weakest since 2013. And we still have a slowing China. Chinese economic growth has been slowing for a decade now, since 2010. And we learned 
just today that Japanese growth is in serious trouble. We had a 6% decline in the fourth quarter of 2019, and it is entirely probable, and I would say even entirely likely, that the Japanese economy is in a technical recession. So while there was some sense of a steadying out toward the end of 2019 when the trade war calmed down a bit, there are questions about the global economy, particularly given the massive uncertainty brought about by the rapidly and widely spreading coronavirus. This is an unusual problem. It's a tragic one. It is killing more and more people, and it is creating great economic angst. We know it's going we know it is having some economic impact. Factories have shut down in China. The consumer a large swath of, of the consumer population whose growth is, a, is more and more important than GDP growth in China is indeed slowing down and because it's been roped off to try to um, avert any further spread of the virus. In my last Cliff Notes episode, episode two, which was in between the normal episodes, new show already doing special episodes, I talked in some detail about my logic on the coronavirus. I predicted in that show that in a worst-case scenario for the first and second quarter of 2020, the first half of 2020, that a worst-case scenario forecast could be zero stagnancy for the Chinese growth picture, zero percent growth. I see no reason to change it. Much depends on what actually happens with the virus, and none of us can tell you that. The scientific and medical community is struggling to really deal with that. But just given the reaction and the constant concern and the the cutting of supply chains and the closing of things and the warnings from large swaths of the S&P 500 companies, it doesn't seem unusual to me to see 0% growth in China for the first quarter of 2019 and certainly at risk in this I'm sorry the first quarter of 2020 and certainly at risk for the second quarter of 2020. I also said that that can therefore bring about a return to the real downturn that U.S. manufacturing had, particularly in the first half of last year, the first half of 2019. I'm sticking with that. Certainly, given what's going on with the recent data that are soggy and questioning uh, whether or not there's really a bottom, and then adding the risk of the coronavirus onto it, I would say that there is an elevated chance that manufacturing, at least U.S. manufacturing growth, at least for the next three to four months, is an elevated risk of a downturn, of a contraction. Not a good situation, but a very fluid one, and one that we need to look at very carefully. 
I will be st- – the coronavirus is a major and difficult forecasting issue, and it's go- it is indeed already having significant impacts in the global business environment. I am going to follow it as carefully as I can for our listening audience. I hope you'll – if you have questions for me, I hope you will send them in. Again, I will give you my uh, email address. It's jcw. ECO at AOL.com. For now, that's it for episode three of Cliff Notes. I look forward to interacting with you, and we'll look forward to seeing you at our next episode. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.